And welcome back to the Murdy Creative Co. Podcast. I'm your host, Colin Murdy. And today we've got a wonderful special guest here in the, in the studio. It's my father, Dr. David Murdy. For those of you who had an opportunity to listen to our episode a couple of days ago, we talked about working with family. Well, Dad himself has worked with family for many years and has started his own business. And so that entrepreneurial spirit is something that I'm hoping to carry on. And we're hope, glad to have him here to ask some questions. So, But first, I want to say thank you to everyone who's supported the podcast and supported us so far. If you haven't got a chance, go check us out on our website murdycreative.co that's m-u-r-d-y creative.co or you can check us out on instagram and facebook at murdycreative.co to see the greatest and latest in pictures of our new product and to hear great updates all right so thanks for being here with me dad and uh, i'm glad to have you i'm kind of a captive audience aren't i yeah you sure are all right dad so can you tell me a little bit about uh, tell the audience actually a little bit about the company you started kind of when you started it and if there was a a real impetus, a why, or, or something that kind of triggered the, the beginning of, of your company? Um, the family has had a history of build, building businesses, um, different types of businesses. Um, the business I think you're specifically thinking of, of BetterMD.net, was developed now over 20 years ago with my brother and nephew as a means to try to extend the reach of our efforts in clinical weight management beyond what could be accomplished within the four walls of any given exam room to ideally reach more people with a better solution for them trying to lose weight and keep it off. So for the audience that doesn't know, give us a little more about your background personally and how that your expertise has kind of helped shape the way the company went. Uh, I am a medical doctor. I was uh, a college student at the University of Chicago where I also did graduate work in the business school and have an MBA in hospital administration and finance as well as completed the first two years of medical school there at Pritzker before finishing my medical education at Brown University in Providence, Rhode Island and doing a residency, which is a training program in general internal medicine when that still existed at the Rhode Island Hospital before uh, entering into practice in Janesville where I'd been for the last 31 years. So when you, you talk about weight loss, was that something that you felt was always a passion of yours? Was that something that you developed a, an interest in as time went on? And did that passion, was that what helped start the company? As Was it a desire to, to kind of have that passion come to life? Or was it something that was more of a, you saw an opportunity in the market and you thought that it was the right time for that? Well, there are several things that came together. As a medical student, I did actually take a class in nutrition. It was a rare elective. I think there was me and another physician in this class of mostly dietitians that were dealing with clinical nutrition issues and actually wrote a paper for that on obesity and did particular work on regarding eating disorders um, with uh, some of the research from a lady named Hilda Brook. Um, needless to say, that was the limited amount of education we had in medical school. In residency, we had very little and it was all very discouraging in the way of trying to help people with losing weight. Um, in the way of education. In practice, there were many concerns brought by patients, many diseases brought on by their weight. You know, Wisconsin is the dairy state. It's associated with a fair degree of obesity. And at that time, patients kept asking for help. If you keep telling me I need to lose weight, what are you going to do to help me? And a combination of staff, uh, administrative leadership, and then my own interest led me to develop with my wife a comprehensive weight management program that then we began and operated for probably close to seven or eight years before we developed essentially BetterMD as a support system for clinical ma management systems, not only initially patients that were in the Wisconsin region, but actually people that were far afield in helping with other types of professionals, dietitians, clinical exercise professionals, obviously physicians, but others 
to be able to provide you know, a comprehensive solution for people who are trying to deal with their weight and, more importantly, the medical consequences of being overweight. So in uh, the Working With Family episode, I talked about the joys of working with my wife and how awesome that was. One of the things that was always uh, something that kind of came up is, is working on developing that work-life balance. Um, what were the things and the, the advice you would give to anybody who would be working with their spouse or um, someone who they, they would have to deal with outside of the workplace as well and kind of cultivating a, a good work-life balance and kind of developing those, those structures so that it doesn't become overwhelming or cause problems? I think someone has to look at their own personal background and personality type to decide if they would be overwhelmed or if it would be overwhelming to do this type of work together. Uh, but also, you have to have set some boundaries, which is often very difficult to do in family businesses, between you know what is what are we discussing in regard to the business and how are we trying to involve ourselves in the family and all the inevitable things that go on. There are great strengths to come from family businesses, particularly husband-wife family businesses or siblings, but there are also stressors because on the one hand, you don't want that to destroy your relationship with your family members, and that is often a significant challenge. Trying to set reasonable boundaries time-wise as well as financially are important and expectations of what you're trying to accomplish. So inevitably in small business, as you know, the things progress, there's there's trials, there's tragedies, there's things that just don't go the way that they were planned. In when you're working with your family, how, how can you help prevent, uh, if there are issues, how do you help uh, work on negotiating them, working on solving them in a situation where it's kind of difficult to fire people, it's difficult to remove people because there can be resentments and other things that come into play. How do you work on resolving those things um, in your past experiences? Well, some of it is done with grace and love, and some of it is done with great patience, and some of it is done understanding that in some circumstances um, those are not changeable relationships, and so you have to say, all right, what strengths can be drawn upon, what weaknesses can be avoided, and potentially what other types of help outside consultants, outside support staff can fill in the gaps that might otherwise exist. And to you know, be nimble. I mean, any business deals with the fact that what you think you're going out to do isn't exactly what often the market is prepared to um, accept, and you may have to adapt and do something different. We launched the company uh, in the uh, beginnings of what became the dot-com boom and thought that, gee, that we were going to be this platform doing one thing and found out that we had to scramble and do something completely different. And when the you know, economy hit a downturn, we had to scramble in a different direction and, and capitalize upon other resources, you know, be conservative with the use of cash and, and pull in what we were hoping would have been this enormous growth trajectory to be more realistic about what we could do to maintain profitability, achieve better financing, you know, from banks and others, and enjoy our lives and not have it overwhelm us. So I think you brought up a great kind of point that I think is, is difficult for a lot of startups, a lot of small business entrepreneurs who are looking at the changing climate of business. I think the world has rapidly changed over the last, you talked about the dot-com bubble, but even before then and kind of since then, particularly technology has rapidly changed the, the way business is done. Would you say, or, or what, what advice would you give to, to people who are concerned or, or, or working to hedge against those kinds of, of shifts in, that, that take place? And if there's a specific example that you think would be a good ap applicable way of demonstrating this, we'd love to hear it. Well, disruptive technologies occur. We started out in a world where 80% of our business was transacted by phone. 
meaning voice. And now, several iterations later, we're now back to 80% of our business being on the telephone, but almost none of it being done by voice, all of it being done in mobile applications. And, and a lot of the technology that we invested lots of money in, we now are looking at differently because newer forms of technology are rendering some of the investment that we made useless, and we would have been better off if we had perhaps you know, looked at it in a different light been more cautious about what we were trying to deploy in that type of software. Um, but that's all, you know, behind us, and we have to go thinking forward, not about sunk costs or what we did a year ago or five years ago and how we managed to our relationship with our customers, but to think now going forward, what are we going to do in the future? That's always the challenge, you know, when you're trying to marshal cash to do whatever the next big thing is, but that's still the challenge. If you had to give one piece of advice to anyone who is looking to start a business out there with over basically two decades of experience in your own business, working with family and all these other small business aspects, what would be the, the if you had one piece of advice, the one piece of advice you would give them knowing what you know now? Be very cautious in your expectations and very conservative in your use of cash, realizing that you will learn a lot, but you will pay for all those educational experiences where it's this marketing, that product, this inventory, all these different things that you think and perhaps plan for and thinking that they will do great. You know, in, in the Boston consulting model, a couple of them will do really well. A couple of them will be enormous cash sinks and, and eat up a lot of resources. And some will kind of do okay, but average. You have to plan for that in your own business portfolio and realize you know, there is no one place that the golden egg will be found, and you have to essentially kind of keep looking for that. All right, that's excellent. Thank you so much for, for being here and kind of giving me some advice on all of these things. Uh, thank you, everyone, who's continued to support the company. If you haven't already, go check out our leather binders, murdycreative.co. They can be amazingly customizable and customized. So feel free to reach out to us, and we can work on resolving any sort of design questions you have and other things along those lines. I use mine every day. And it's been great to be able to work in interacting with each and every one of you on Instagram or on our Facebook. If you want to reach out to us, feel free. We have a great contact form on our website. You can also text us directly on our Instagram or email us, and we're happy to get back to you. We are on vacation uh, through the rest of next week so or through the uh, Wednesday of next week. So if we don't get back to you right away, please forgive us. My wife and I are both down here in Florida. So to continue on with our Day in a Life segment, um, today one of the things I did get a chance to do while I was here and uh, we were on in the airport flying was I got to take some great photos of us kind of on the move and traveling and I hope to post those. So my uh, one piece uh, for every entrepreneur out there is never miss a good opportunity to take some great photos and get some good content shots because you're going to need it. It's a world of content out there. All right, thank you so much. To tomorrow we're going to be talking about faith and how that factors in to the world of startups and how we really need to, to keep in mind what grounds us in this world and in this life. Um, thanks so much, everyone, and have a great day. Bye.